let say all may be one, as thou father in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Brother Cashin, today is your first name day under the patronage of our holy and God-bearing Father, St. John Cashin. So great was St. Benedict's esteem for St. John Cashin that he refers to him twice in the Holy Rule, making him an obligatory reference for all who enroll in the school of the Lord's service. When you came to the monastery, dear son, you had already acquired the friendship of a vast company of saints. Since July 1st last, St. John Passion shines with a special radiance among all the saints with whom you have undertaken the monastic journey. And so you will want to return again and again to chapter 7 of St. Cassian's Conference 10 on prayer. It is for us monks an indispensable source of teaching on how a man can, by the grace of Christ, become a living flame of prayer. I find it consoling that St. Cassian begins his teaching by sending us directly to the priestly prayer of Jesus in the 17th chapter of St. John. Therein lies not only the pattern of our prayer, but the very cause of it. Jesus prays to his Father that we might pray, and more than pray, become all prayer. St. Cassian says that this prayer of Jesus cannot possibly be ineffectual. For then, he says, will be perfectly fulfilled in our case that prayer of our Savior in which he prayed for his disciples to the Father, saying, that the love wherewith thou lovest me may be in them and they in us, and again, that they all may be one as thou, Father, in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. When that perfect love of God, wherewith he first loved us, has passed into the feelings of our heart as well, by the fulfillment of this prayer of the Lord, which we believe cannot possibly be ineffectual. St. Cassian would have us know that this ceaseless prayer to which all monks aspire is something that our Lord Jesus Christ has already asked for and obtained for us. It is something that he desires to give us even before we ask for it. It is an infusion of Trinitarian love, of filial participation in the unity of the three divine persons, the full flowering of the grace of filial adoption. It is this that we see, for example take many examples, just one, in the experience of St. Ignatius of Antioch, who writes, my love has been crucified, and there is no fire in me desiring to be fed, but there is within me a water that lives and speaks, saying to me inwardly, come to the Father. St. Cassian explains further what he means, always referring to the 17th chapter of St. John, 
in which prayer is described as love, and love as the fountainhead of prayer. St. Cassian says, And this will come to pass, when God shall be all our love, and every desire and wish and effort, every thought of ours, and all our life and words and breath, and that unity which already exists between the Father and the Son and the Son and the Father has been shed abroad in our hearts and minds so that as he loves us with a pure and unfeigned and indissoluble love, so we may also be joined to him by a lasting and inseparable affection. I've often said that we do well every Thursday to dedicate some time during our watches of adoration to reading the priestly prayer of our Lord in the 17th chapter of St. John. And this practice is something that St. Cassian would most certainly approve, for he himself is steeped in the incandescent mystery of that same prayer. Therein you will find the answer to all your questions and the fulfillment of all your desires. You've come to the monastery, Brother Cashin, wanting God to be, as St. Cashin says, all your love and every desire and wish and effort, every thought of yours and all your life and words and breath. You've come to the monastery desiring nothing more than to be joined to God, as Cashin says, by a lasting and inseparable affection. And this is at once the labor of prayer and its fruit. Cashin says, this then ought to be the destination of the monk. The destination of the monk. This should be all his aim, that it may be vouchsafed to him to possess even in the body and image of future bliss, and that he may begin in this world to have a foretaste of a sort of earnest of that celestial life and glory. This, I say, is the end of all perfection, that the mind, purged from all carnal desires, may daily be lifted towards spiritual things, until the whole life and all the thoughts of the heart become one continuous prayer. I would not want anyone to think that all of this is somehow reserved to Brother Cashin because of the name he bears. It is the labor and the love and the life of every monk to become one continuous prayer. In entering into the Holy Sacrifice today, we shall be like men in the midst of a consuming fire. And that fire is the prayer of Jesus, priest and victim in us, and our prayer in him. By the intercession of St. John Cashin, may this prayer become ceaseless, and as the saint says, be for us a foretaste of heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost.